Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then you've come to the right place. You're listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast, presented by The Quantify Group, the podcast that covers all aspects of running the financial side of your business. And now, your hosts, longtime CPAs, Dave Ashworth and Alex Steinberg. Welcome to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. I am your host for today, Dave Ashworth. And I have a good friend of mine here today, Anne. Anne, what's happening? Hey, Dave. How are you? Great, great. Um, so I brought Anne on today. Anne um, works at a company called Premier Payroll. And if you've been in business at all during 2020, you will know that payroll has been at the forefront of so many conversations this year with the whole PPP and businesses going remote and trying to figure out different things, hiring people, rehiring people, having to lay people off. There's just so much going on. And so I wanted to bring Ann on to talk about a couple things today that I thought were really important. Um, but before we do that, Ann, I will have you just quickly introduce yourself um, maybe talk about Premier for a minute and then we'll kind of dive into some of the topics. Sure. Thanks, Dave, for having me. So as Dave mentioned, my name is Ann. Um, I have been in the payroll space for a little over nine years. Um, the majority of that time was with a large provider and then I found a home with Premier three years ago. I'm absolutely passionate about helping small business owners um, with their payroll processing, which uh, allows them to focus more on running their business. So um, I'm truly passionate about, about payroll. And um, Premier has been a family-owned company for 20 years. Um, Bill March found a need. Um, you know, there were two large national providers in the game 20 years ago, and Bill found a need for his clients um, to have a local partnership with um, CPAs. So uh, Bill started Premier. His daughter, Sarah Coveney, runs Premier now. I've been um, on their sales team for the last three years. We have an awesome support staff that works with all of our clients. And we are a small family-owned business that truly gets and relates to the majority of our client base. So we find uh, the partnership seems to work really well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've uh, gotten to know you, I guess, for maybe a year now or so, maybe a little more. Um, and I've just been really impressed with you and your team and just the way you guys uh, communicate with people uh, or just want to help people, just genuinely care about small business. Uh, it's, it's been awesome to get you, get to know you guys. And, and I'm excited to chat with you here today. Um, so before we dive into some payroll stuff, uh, I want to hear from you. I've been kind of asking a lot of people this now that we're on to 2021. Uh, just like the biggest lesson that you've learned in 2020. It's been a, a a wild year to say the least. And so I'm just, you know, genuinely, genuinely curious to hear, you know, what people have learned, what they're kind of taking out of this year uh, into the next year. Sure. So it's been the wild, wild west for everybody. So what I've learned personally is kind of the show goes on. Businesses are still opening up. Payroll, like you mentioned, is just as important as it's ever been, if not more. And that I can really drive my business and help our small business clients 
remotely. I've had the opportunity to bring on new business owners in other states due to this pandemic where I don't know if I would have had the opportunity to work with them or even be introduced to them if Zoom meetings um, were not on the forefront. I mean, I know everyone's sick of Zoom, but I think I have been more productive um, setting up Zoom meetings and being able to meet with, with clients remotely. So payroll's alive and well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, with change, which we've certainly gone through some change this year, uh, comes a lot of opportunity. And, and I think that for me is also the biggest one, just the whole adapting to kind of the landscape of what's happening using Zoom, using more virtual meetings. Um, I know some people haven't been the biggest fan of it. I, I feel like I've been very efficient with meeting people and, and there's nothing like meeting someone in person. I get that, but there's also been a lot of positive things that I think that people that are willing to adapt uh, can take out of this year. And I think the one that you discussed is, is probably the biggest one for me and, and probably for a lot of people. Um, so appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. well, why don't, why don't we uh, dive into some, some payroll? Um, sure. Payroll is something that uh, pretty much every business has in some way, whether it's one person paying themselves or it's a business with a thousand employees paying them. Uh, payroll factors in you know one way or another and I think there's a lot of misconceptions around payroll and, and that's why I wanted to bring you on today to kind of speak to some of those things uh, just so people get a better understanding of uh, just some things that, that they might think is true or, or kind of myths around payroll um, so we ha I have a list of a couple here that I'll, I'll touch on and I'll kind of let you speak to them but the first one that I have here um, is kind of the whole onboarding process. And I know that's something that is, is big for you is speaking to that. There's certainly a misconception that onboarding is this whole process that uh, it takes forever and is, is a very just annoying process and it's not even worth making a change. Uh, so can you just kind of speak to that, kind of how you guys do it and what you've seen kind of being in this space for a, a while now? Uh, and how you guys have kind of answered that question of kind of the whole onboarding process. Sure. So typically the afraid of change and afraid to onboard comes from the business owner who has worked with a couple different payroll providers at this point, um, different sales organizations telling them it will be so easy, just switch, just switch. And it ends up not being the case. So by the time they're introduced to Premier and myself, it's typically from an established relationship, whether it's from an accountant, a benefit broker, an insurance agent, and they have this um, preconceived notion that it's gonna be a difficult change to partner with Premier, when in reality, we try to make the process as effortless and minimal work for our clients. We ask for a couple forms to be filled out. Um, our support staff has a ton of tenure and knowledge, so they're going into um, the client's current system, pulling over the data, checking it against what um, is old and what new changes need to be made so that when we take over the payroll, everything is correct um, and up to date. And what these clients find through the transition with us is some things may have been incorrect with their previous provider, whether it's the Pennsylvania local taxes or employees have updated addresses that need to be changed, which will then reflect the local taxes. 
Um, so it's just a great way to check and see that things have been done correctly. Um, the business owner may not know that anything was incorrect, but by um, transitioning over to Premier, you're getting a thorough audit of your payroll um, to make sure we're setting you up smoothly and then you're sailing into you know, the new year, the new quarter, the new pay period with uh, correct reports. So the transition process from a large national provider or a QuickBooks is um, effortless. We try to just let the client focus on their work while we're working behind the scenes. And then when the information is um, transitioned over, we bring the client back into the picture to you know learn our software and learn how to enter payroll. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is something that I think people kind of have these ideas in their head that it's going to be this long like, process. Yeah, and it's just it just doesn't have to be that way. And if you have the right that's team it. behind you, it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, and, and I know that you guys do a great job at that. Thanks. Um, I think that that kind of leads me into my next point, kind of something that you touched on briefly is people just don't really reevaluate the the solutions that they're using i see that in, in what we're doing uh and i know you see that as well where they kind of have this mindset of well i've been doing it this way for a long time it's it works kind of i guess uh but we just don't really want to make a change we don't want to look at what other options are out there uh, and i know that you hear that a lot as you're kind of out and about so maybe speak to that one as well Sure. So obviously people are afraid of change. I think more than ever with this pandemic, they're afraid of change. But a lot of my clients in 2020 will tell, will tell you that looking at Premier in a second opinion on some of these services for their business was the best thing they've ever done. Not only did they save money, but they realized that there were some inconsistencies and some errors in their current payroll. Yes, their employees were getting paid every pay period because ultimately that's what the business owner wants to have happen is as long as my employees are paid on Friday, um, life is good. That is true. However, behind the scenes, when it comes to the employer portion of payroll taxes, the employee portion of payroll taxes, there tends to always be little errors. Um, and we always say it's the federal government is the last person that's going to come after you. It's the local government and the LST local taxes that seem to trip up um, these small business owners. So just by having us take a look at it and correct those errors, it's peace of mind that you have a second set of eyes overlooking your, your payroll. Yeah, we, we always tell our clients and, and even for, you know, the services that we're offering, it's always important to just take a look and see what's out there to get a second opinion. A lot of times you don't know what you don't know. Uh, and, you know and I was also going to add to that. It even comes down to um, when companies have benefits, they may have pre-tax benefits in place with no documentation to support that those are pre-tax benefits. We, you know, we bring that to their attention. They have no idea what we're talking about or, you know, retirement plans not set up correctly, benefits not set up correctly. Um, when they first started with payroll, maybe they didn't have any HR needs or questions that they would like to ask a consultant. By reevaluating, it just opens their eyes and ears to what's the latest and greatest on the market and what's available to, you know, their size business. And yeah. it's just a, it's just a second opinion always. Yeah. And the worst case is 
someone else looks at it and says everything is good and then you have peace of mind knowing that things are good you don't have to worry right. about it anymore so there really is no harm in doing that and and from what i've seen a lot of times with payroll is if you have an issue uh it's going to compound over and over again and it's it's a month where it's wrong it's a year it's five years uh, and now you're trying to fix years worth of stuff where if you had just kind of reevaluated from time to time, let someone else take a look, you could have avoided years of mistakes potentially. Right. So, um, so that was the second one. And then the third one is with um, uh, some of these bigger kind of national payroll companies, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, take anything away from them. I just want to hear kind of your opinion on, the the idea of the the additional services that they offer and they do payroll and they seem to do a bunch of other things and and maybe there's some synergy to that uh maybe there's not advantages disadvantage but but someone like you could certainly speak to that more just being in payroll just kind of your your thoughts on kind of that model of uh just uh, you know putting a bunch of services together as as opposed to just focusing on payroll sure so i think that you know, somewhere down the line that was made to appear to be lucrative to have all your eggs in one basket, one company handling all of your business relations, soup to nuts, fire to retire, to maybe rehire. Um, but in reality, in all of these companies, the systems operations may not be talking to each other. So when a small business owner is you know, the cleaning company, the owner, the salesperson, and wearing all these multiple hats, they want to go to a provider where one person's really going to help them answer all their questions versus call this number for your 401k, this number for your HR, this number for your credit card processing, and this number for your payroll. It gets confusing. And these small business owners don't necessarily need to be upsold all the time when they're just starting out. Yes, they probably do need these things eventually, but I think, you know, some of the larger providers get to them right away and they don't know what they're getting themselves into. Especially we've seen from the retirement standpoint, not all small businesses are qualified or good candidates for a 401k. And that's what the big companies push them into when really a simple IRA may be the more cost-effective, better bet, better solution um, for their business. So, you know, I also don't think um, one provider can be great at everything. So we just focus on being great at payroll, time and attendance, um, helping you with those with those needs. But if our clients do have, you know, retirement questions or HR questions or merchant service questions, we have partnerships that I've built relationships over 10 years with other business owners that can help them in these spaces and everyone kind of stays in in their lane and we work as a team on behalf of the client instead of you know trying to offer all these services under one roof when you simply just can't be good at all of them at the yeah. same time yeah i mean it makes sense it makes sense um you know try to focus on you know what you're good at what your focus is and and, and i think that to, in, in my head that just that makes a lot of sense um so uh two more things i wanted to touch on one is just wanted to kind of hear your um, your outlook for the, the coming year. Uh, one thing that we were talking about this yesterday actually uh, was how during the whole 
kind of lockdown phase, the PPP stuff, it seemed like it was separating people into two categories, ones that were really there for clients that were react, you know, being proactive, we're talking to them, we're able to pick up the phone and talk to somebody uh, where, and from what I saw, more specific to banking, but, you know, some of these bigger banks, you just couldn't get a hold of anybody. They weren't really helping people. Uh, and it seems like people were, there's sort of a shift and it was exposing some people for not being there for their clients. And so I just wanted to kind of hear your take on that of how that went for you guys. I know that you guys are very good at helping people, getting back to people. It's what you're passionate about. Um, and then where those opportunities lie moving forward for you uh, since that was uh, a big focus of yours. Sure. So, you know, I always tell people Premier had probably their best first quarter last year as a company and everyone was on a high from having a great first quarter as a company and then the pandemic hit and all of our clients are your one to 100 person companies. They don't have HR consultants labor attorneys leading the way with this. So they really turned to us for guidance and support. They had to immediately lay people off, immediately close their doors, some due to the governor's or state mandates. So we just tried to offer the knowledge that we had at the given time with once a week PPP seminars. We brought in an HR consultant to do live calls um, once a week when it came to the emergency paid sick leave, emergency FMLA. And we welcomed it to our clients and said, hey guys, jump on and listen to what's going on this week. If you have any questions, stay on the line. We'll be happy to kind of address them one by one. We can really tailor those services to our clients because you know, we have a thousand clients. We don't have 13,000 clients in the Philadelphia market. We as a company have a thousand clients. So as much as yes, we're in growth mode, we still have the ability to cater to that small business owner. And just really what it came down to is we gave them a peace of mind that we were giving them the information we had at, and we didn't know all the answers. We still don't know all the answers. Um, but as you know, the PPP funding is going to come out for round two, I would think it'd be really important to pick a partner that you can call and just ask your question or bounce your question off that, you know, no, you're not alone. All our other clients are going through the same thing and we'll, you know, guide you to the best of our ability. Yeah, I know. I know for us working with our bank and our banker uh, that we talked to seemed like every single day almost mm -hmm. uh, was a big deal for us. Having somebody to talk to that could pick up their phone, could text them, was getting back to us on weekends and it, it just felt like he was in our corner. And I yeah. think businesses that are doing that, uh, like what you guys are doing are just setting themselves up uh, for a really good year. And, and rightfully so because companies like that deserve to continue to grow and work with people uh, because uh, that's the type of service that people quite frankly deserve. And I, and I think some people, you know, some of our clients even got confused that, you know, we're right there in this with you. We're an eight person company. So we are literally hand in hand going through what you're going through. You know, people, you know, we make, you know, Premier makes their money off of 
the per pay period fees that we're charging our clients and how many employees people have on payroll. So when, you know, a 50 person restaurant is being shut down, that's 50 less people we're paying um, running payroll for that pay period. So, you know, we took a hit right with the rest of our clients, but we were still there to assure them, reassure them and give them that peace of mind that, you know, we're giving you the information that we have of as of today. Yeah. Yeah. Customer service is huge. I think that word gets thrown around a lot. Way too much. I think there's a, a small amount of people that are actually providing good customer service that are there for their clients where everybody says, Oh, you know, customer service is important to us. But from what I've seen this past year has really weeded out the people that are doing it versus the people that actually are just saying it. Right. And it's, it's, it's a hard sell because I can only tell people that so much that premieres customer service is, top of the line. At the end of the day, I'm doing the same job I did at a national provider, but I have the backing of a team that is second to none when it comes to customer service. I, you know, tell my clients I'm convinced that other companies can show up on their doorstep, offer them free payroll, and they would not leave because of the attention and service that they're getting from from Premier. Yeah. Second to none. That's awesome. Well, let's hope no one's doing free payroll out there. No, but, you know, it's true. true. (laughs) Um, All right. One last question. Um, More of something that I'm just personally interested in. Uh, I know that you've been doing this for a while and you do a lot, you know, obviously with sales and business development. So what, what is your trick to developing business? What type of things are you doing? I'm just like a, marketing business development nerd i love hearing what people are doing i know we've talked about it but just yeah you've had a lot of success doing it and so if anything you could share with people would be would be awesome thanks so um when i first started sales 10 years ago i have always had to go out and get my new business so i am a big networker i love community networking groups and associations they take work but they have always paid off for me. People don't give it long enough of a chance to see the rewards from it and they don't put in the time and or really care about what they do. I, as long as I've lived in Pennsylvania, I've sold payroll. So people just associate and with payroll and she'll do a great job for you. So I spend a lot of time networking. Um, It took a younger client of mine to get me on Instagram. So I have a work Instagram and from your payroll where I try to share a little bit of content once a week, keep it light. But, um, you know, I'm not the youngest person uh, in the workforce anymore. So um, there are the, you know, 20 some year old business owners that run their whole business off Instagram. Um, So I don't want to miss them. So I'm doing a little bit of that. Um, I think you encouraged me to do more videos and posts. So I'm I'm starting with that. and I guess that's just kind of where I spend my time and really keeping in touch with my current clients. I um, have a hard time separating work from personal because my clients become my friends. They're running small companies like we are and um, just turns into good friendships when you're passionate about what you do and you truly like the people you bring on. They're not, I don't view them as clients. I, I just start to view them as friends. And then I ask if they know anybody that, you know, could benefit from working with me and, Um, I think that's the majority of what I spend my time doing. 
Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I'm sure that's helpful for some people to hear from someone that's been doing it for a while um, and has had success doing it. So it happened overnight, but yeah, it does, it does take a while. It does. Um, cool. Well, let's wrap up um, with anything that you want to tell about yourself, Premier, how people can get in touch with you, so on and sure. so forth. Just kind of open it up to you for that. So I try to be a little relatable. Um, I do have two kids under two, so I do know, uh, no, excuse me, two kids under four. So I do know the craziness of, you know, working full time, having these kids, being in a lockdown. Um, so, you know, I feel you. I know what you guys are going through. Um, Premier is here to help be an extension of your business. We don't, you know, want to be a vendor. We want to be a true partner with you and kind of go through, you know, business and life with you. Um, and at premiernow.com is my email and then and premier payroll. Um, follow me on Instagram. Let me know if there's any content um, that could be helpful to your business and I could try to put a piece together on it. But I'm just really looking forward to 2021. Businesses are still opening and, you know, you know, life's going to go on and everything's going to be okay. So um, if there's any small business owners that could benefit from a small local company, we'd be happy to help you out. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't say enough good things about Ann and Premier and uh, just the way that they care for their clients. So if you do have a need or you know someone, you know, definitely reach out to Ann or reach out to me. I can put you in touch with her um, and they will certainly be able to help you out. But thank you for jumping on here, Ann. This has been yeah, fun. I love just having conversations and I feel like it was very informative to the whole payroll process and some misconceptions that people have. So Hopefully there were some things that people can kind of take away from here, but I appreciate you jumping on here and chatting with me. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening out there. We appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you like us on Instagram and Facebook. We continue to post new content every single week in an effort just to help you continue to grow your business. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast and we'll talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn at The Quantify Group for more awesome content related to running the financial side of your business. We'll talk to you in the next one.